0: okay everyone welcome back to the podcast we've had a bit of a hiatus um but we are starting with our first podcast bike for the year with my friend earl now a little bit about earl he's studying a double degree in business analytics and applied finance um but bro i met this guy on the metro i was jumping on the metro we're kind of working this role at macquarie university together and bro instant vibes man instant connection um Earl's just got this amazing loving incredible kind personality and kind heart um I probably I probably I can see he's probably like low-key like shrinking to his seat right now like doesn't want to be described that but he totally is and we were talking and he has these awesome creative pursuits that he has in mind and his big thing is is having a positive impact on the world and really just helping others and I think in a lot of ways, Earl, I, I I relate to you, man. I want to go after my creative pursuits and have that positive impact. And yeah, man, really excited and privileged that you're on the podcast here tonight. And I'm really excited to be here chatting with you, man. So welcome. Thanks, thanks,
1: Jacob, man. I I'm very thankful to be here, and like just to kind of bounce the, those compliments back for a second. I think maybe that's part of the reason. Like, I'm so thankful to have you as a friend as well because, like, you're also so uplifting, and you've got that, you know positivity about you so I feel very blessed and grateful to have you as a friend and yeah thanks for calling me on the podcast man this is the first opportunity I've gotten to kind of get out there in a public space and and be so vulnerable so um, I'm grateful for you to for inviting me on for sure and I'm excited to be open and have some deep conversation with someone like you that I trust so much even though we haven't even known each other that long I can just tell like you've got genuine intentions and that's what I love about you that's why I feel you know blessed to have you as a friend I think anyone that bro, has you as a friend would feel that way
0: bro thank you you literally you've warmed my heart man you've warmed my heart and <laughs> i'm excited because like when when like when i invite a guest to the podcast it's usually because i feel that there's something something emanating from them and i think that's kind of my my whole project a hundred hundred interviews of of people who i believe have have wisdom right who have this kind of radiation and i think what I would like to ask you all like, and this is the kind of the stock standard open to all my podcasts is what is wisdom to you?
1: What is wisdom to me? Hmm. Oh, what is wisdom to me? Okay. um, So, you know, wisdom, I guess comes from like, you know, knowledge and understanding Um, to me, you know, it's uh to me i i view it as a gift right like some some people end up being wiser than others to me it's a skill that can grow it's a skill that can grow i mean I, i i would say you know from my religious perspective it's like a gift from god sort of thing definitely but 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 it comes with you know uh knowledge and understanding i mean yeah i guess it comes with knowledge and understanding i'd love to like google it and kind of delve into like what wisdom is, like whenever I have a sort of curiosity like that, like the other day I was talking about, I was thinking about logic, right? And I I always say, I'm a logical person, I'm a logical person. But then I was like, wait a minute, I don't even know what logic means. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then I looked into it and then you've got the basic definition of like sound reasoning and stuff, fair enough. But to form logic, there are actually rules, you know, there's like three rules of logic. So I don't know, I'd love to like go into the definitions like to, to give a proper answer, like researcher. But to me, I guess it's a combination of like knowledge, like knowing a broad array of things and understanding it deeply. Like that's what wisdom is to me. That's Does that really, make sense?
0: Yeah, man, that's, that's really beautiful. And I think the one thing that I'd like to pick up is I've never, I, I have heard it before, but I've never had it on the podcast it being referred to as a gift, like wisdom being, being as a gift. And also like even you, you kind of made that little point around some people end up with more of it and some people end up with, with less of it. And I find hmm. that really intriguing. And so oh, what I would ask you is how can we receive more of the gift of wisdom?
1: I think, I think it's like a skill you got to, got to practice, right? Like first, I think maybe the, the first step to wisdom uh, to me, feels like humility, you know what I mean, like, there's that quote, like, you know, only, only a fool calls himself wise, or something like this, or the wise know they're foolish, something like this, so I think it starts with humility,
0: mm.
1: and realizing, like, at the end of the day, you're never going to be, you know, super wise, because, you know, there's so much to know about the world, you know, and, and there are parts about the world we, we will never understand, potentially, so mm. I think it starts with humility, like, to to, to get wisdom, and then, and then from there, it's just about um, putting in the time to, to deepen your understanding and knowledge of stuff. You know what I mean? Mm. Or, whether it be like looking into it, like researching it, taking notes on it, or, or just kind of meditating on it, like learning something and repeating it in your head until it's ingrained, you know? Uh, yeah, I think you just, you got to delve into a topic deeply to gain wisdom. Like, does that make sense? Like, would you agree? Would, would you agree or do you think something else?
0: Yeah, man, I think that's that's a beautiful, beautiful summation of it. Like, especially the part on, I love the part on on, on humility. And I think sometimes for me personally, I, um, I get caught up, I get caught up like in life and in myself. And I like, you know, I lose my humility. And I usually know I lose my humility because things aren't going fully right. And, you know, I'm starting to, I still start to feel a bit weird. But it's like almost as soon as I drop back into humility, and I feel like I feel kind of humbled to the world and, and different things and, and life. Mm. It's like almost like, Hey, I'm, I'm open to look again. And I, I love that. I love that we have the ability as humans just to delve and learn and meditate and read. I think that's, that's really exciting. Cause that's how I seek my things.
1: Yeah. You gotta be like clear minded and stuff, right? Well,
0: what What did you mean by like feeling weird? Yeah, no, it's a good question. I feel like, um, Anytime I get too too worldly about things, anytime I feel like I, I get too much about proving myself and it being about myself, I, I start to feel mm-hmm. a bit tense and, and crippled up. I um you know I push yes. too too far and things that I don't need to. I get a bit anxious. I get like I have to rush somewhere, and I feel like I have to kind of maintain my image, but. Mm the moment i jump back into humility it's like i feel peaceful i'm a kid again there's a sense of like oh i'm only doing my best here i'm small and i think with that it opens me up to other things do you you ever get that sense
1: yeah bro i do definitely
0: Mm -hmm.
1: like you get yeah you get like trapped you get like trapped in like a yeah feeling of like anxiousness or stress you know because yeah trying to live up to an image can definitely do that right but then yeah you kind of take yourself into that point of humility where you're like it ain't all about me you know what I mean like uh I'm there for the people around me to the best of my ability and that's what matters you know treating everyone with like love and stuff so that's definitely like a peaceful sort of
0: experience right Mm. oh dude 100% and I think one thing I remember we were talking about, and I, I just to share with the audience, I've had, I, I I've only known Earl for like like a week or two, I've already had some pretty darn deep conversations, and I feel like yeah, I feel like Earl, you you're you're the kind of guy like you easily go deep, and that's so exciting. Um, one of them, one of them, he said like I, I was kind of lamenting to you about um like a, a creative pursuit that I hadn't really done anything about, and I was kind of feeling stuck on. And you Mm. kind of brought your faith element and kind of my faith element into it around like giving it to to a higher power, giving it to God sort of thing. And Mm, um, I think regardless of whether you you believe in that or not, like sometimes the world and reality, it just, you don't have control over it. It kind of has its own will. And I think, um, you know, like if you're faith-based and I'm personally faith-based as as well, um, I believe that. There is that aspect of of God or higher power taking care of something or, or taking it mm. a, a, a bit of the way, and I, yeah. I feel like that that humility piece is is kind of what lets you like lets you create and, and do things. And I feel like I feel like in order to yeah. to get yourself out there and to shine, it's almost like you have to lessen yourself and think less of yourself, and it's like the less less there's there the more freely you can just do it. Do, do you kind of, yeah. what do you feel about that? What's that? What's that for you?
1: Yeah, no, it's funny you say that because I, I, I'd push back on the think less of yourself part. Cool, like, cool. I Because, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think humility is I mean, based on what I've read, like, I don't think humility is thinking less of yourself. I, I think humility is thinking of yourself less, Ooh. if that makes sense. Yes, that's beautiful, You man. know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, in, in that moment where you're trapped in your head, for example to like you know maintain an image or whatever it is you're like wait up hold a minute like this isn't all about me what's going on with the people around me you know what I mean and you switch the focus Mm. then all of a sudden it's like it doesn't matter how you look because you're ensuring the people around you are like in the best state they can be to the best of your ability you know what I mean Mm. so it's like because at the end of the day your image realistically doesn't doesn't really you know affect your life that much You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it Mm. has a certain effect, but, like, I I feel like just by switching your mindset and thinking less of your image and thinking more of the people around you, like, making sure you're there for them, being loving to them, whatever it is, Mm. that's going to affect your image so much more than whatever your physical image might be. You know what I mean? Wow. But but don't get me wrong. Like, if, if you, like... You know, if you're walking somewhere just in your underpants, that's going to have a big impact. So obviously physical image does, does have a impact, but like, you know, a small one, as long as, you know, you're dressed
0: in something you're comfortable in or whatever it might be, it doesn't matter uh say, I'm glad you made that point because I was just about to uh rock up to Macquarie University in my undies. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> man! I was about to about to put on my um my my uh my Marvel superhero undies. <laughs> <laughs> that was I, that's a joke. Yeah, that's a, so it, yeah, uh,
1: yeah, I, yeah. I just think um, yes, thinking of yourself less is like can sometimes make you fall into that trap which I always fall into I've noticed and I'm always trying to fight off like false humility you know what I mean like Mm, mm. like I don't know how to take a compliment you know what I mean like if someone compliments me I'm always kind of like put in this funny zone of like oh shit you know like I don't know how to respond to you because there's that element of false humility like it's like oh yeah this good this praise is fair enough but I don't know how to respond and it's also like this uh I saw this in a tv show once and I think there's some truth to it it's like uh someone got complimented and then the guy responded with like an insult or something and then I was like the the, the person joked oh did your parents never compliment you as a kid and I'm like huh that's interesting so I think that has an uh aspect on that false humility as well potentially like if you're not used to getting compliments you i don't know mm. this is me going very open you know like my false humility is due to two things you know the way i was raised which i don't worry i still love like i love the way i was raised and whatnot it just had less of certain aspects and the other thing with false humility is like trying to be a humble person and because of that accepting gratitude in the wrong way does that make sense
0: that's a fantastic that, that's a really great point and i think trying trying to be humble versus just humble being your nature i think that's that's a really powerful kind of distinction mm. so then True. i guess my question is is that okay so say like you you're up in your head you're thinking about yourself thinking about things um and we're talking about focusing on others and the kind of the, i guess. One way to describe it is like service or focus on others. What? How do we serve others? How do we focus on others? What? What do other others need from us? What do we give others? I will start with that sort of thing. Like you, know, what? What are what are we actually doing doing here? What are we contributing?
1: Mm. Yeah, I think um uh for me, I guess the way the way to treat others is is it's as basic as love, you know what I mean? Like, mm. treat everyone as love. Like, you know, I personally try to get out of that self-centeredness of, like, you know, it's about me and others come second. I'm trying to live up that whole second commandment thing, which I think is just so beneficial to a society, even if you're not religious, you know? Like, lo- loving others like yourself. Like, I-, I constantly try to do that. Like, try value other people with the same importance as me, you know what I mean, and, and just, and just treat them with love, I think, I think that goes a long way, and, and I think, and I think that the greatest ways I've seen to show that love is just time, like, giving someone your time, it's really that simple, like, you don't need to sit there and scratch your head, like, how do I, you know, make this person laugh right now, how do I turn this silent moment into, like, a moment of conversation and laughter, like, because you want to treat him with love like sure that's an aspect but at the end of the day like just giving him your time and your and your presence like that there is an act of love you mm-hmm. know what i mean J- just your time it can be like a because what i've witnessed in my experience is just trying to treat someone with love like loving them like i would myself trying to give him that equal priority and i'm human you know obviously i don't do that but i try to the best of my ability and i hope one day i, I do view the world as viewing everyone as important as myself right I hope one day I am like that, but for now, it's just, I've always noticed when I'm treating someone with love and all, and because that, all I'm giving them is my time and loving them myself, the most mundane or boring topic or whatever I just bring up or, or we talk about in that um, mentality of like, this is coming from a loving place, it always ends up spurring into something like great that that the other person benefits from. And I also end up benefiting from, funny enough, even though that's not my intention. So yeah, I, th- I think just treating people with love and-, and just giving them time. That that's all you need to treat someone
0: with love. That's beautiful, uh, yeah. man. So so it's it's less about what specifically we do and more about the the space we come from, sort of thing.
1: Like our intentions, is that what you mean?
0: Yeah, like I, I guess there's that the aspect of of intentions plus just time. Time. Uh, uh, that's interesting. That's interesting because when when you're like okay so like obviously to give love we we've got to receive like love what is it about actually receiving time from another person what what's going on there i guess we'll if, if we could explore into that a little bit
1: yeah okay um um i would push back on the first point real quick mm-hmm. to give love we got to receive love
0: okay. do you reckon
1: um do you reckon I feel like we have to receive love to give love
0: I feel like um, I feel like what I heard recently is that if everything we if we do everything in love it means mm. it, with love like no matter what you do or the circumstance in if you're doing it from a space of love um that means you're always in love so i guess you're you're by giving it you're you're automatically receiving it from from yourself because oh, you're the source of it yeah
1: yeah yeah that's so, crazy yeah like giving love you're receiving like self-love so yeah you might get nothing in return for giving love but
0: you yourself oh yeah that's yeah. cool man and and you know like i think as well like like it's just like huh, here i'm the, i'm sunlight and it's like i'm i'm just always always radiating love but if if you're the sun And and you're radiating UV rays. Yeah. It's not like it's not like you need UV rays. You are UV rays.
1: That's
0: pretty funny. So, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: And I I I I would as well. Like I think, um, sometimes like even though like you're in love and you're feeling it when you're giving it, it it comes back to you in weird ways. Like I had like I work at I work at Macquarie. I I I had a student. Who literally after I answered his inquiry, he said, "I'm gonna buy you a coffee." I said, "No, no, it's all good, it's all good." He said, "Okay." <laughs> Ten minutes later, he came back and he brought me a a large coffee and he gave it to me, and I just I felt like I received love back that that you know I will I'd love to to give.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get that. So it was kind of like you spread that love right and because of that you felt more love despite you know even if you didn't get a coffee or whatever you you just felt more love for spreading love and then on top of that you got like even more love because you came back with a coffee and said yo i want to buy you a coffee so it's like you got like your investment in threefold
0: yeah it was yeah and i definitely didn't expect it but what what are you what are your thoughts i
1: yeah, I think that's pretty cool, man. Like, pretty much what what you've kind of said, and, and I guess I agree in my experience at least, is just by treating everyone with love, you yourself end up feeling more loved. And I feel like, as human beings, that's like one of the things we want most in the world. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like most people, most people want that. So it's pretty cool that all you got to do, in a sense, is just treat people with love, don't worry about what you get in return just treat people with love unconditionally like just do that and you yourself will feel love just just from yourself because you know you're doing good things like that's pretty cool yeah that's how i think that but um mm. did did you want to go into that time thing now or did you have something to say
0: Ah, uh, well go go no no go for the time what 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 are you what are you curious to explore or share no,
1: no. I, Cause I, I feel bad. Like I, I only pushed back on the first thing you said, but then the second thing you said about like, what is it about giving time? You said that, right? So
0: I I'm genuinely, I'm, I'm genuinely interested in what I want to hear what you have. I want to hear like your, your perspective on, on that.
1: On, on what is it about time?
0: Yeah okay. or 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 anything else that that like what we were talking about kind of triggered something or brought up if anything came to mind
1: Oh yeah okay yeah no for for me I, I guess with with the time thing is just you know um think about like you know if uh if if you're sitting down doing some work and, and someone's just chilling in your presence you know just to be like around you in the same room as you that immediately makes you feel loved right mm, mm. so it's like just chilling. so so in that sense that's what i'm saying like if, if you're trying to treat someone with love you don't need to over yourself and stress yourself just give him your time like be a, a, available to him a- and that in itself is treating someone with love and being available with to him you know might mean you know when you're chilling with him be on your phone less because sometimes it's hard to ask someone something when they're on their phone but do you ever do you ever feel that way if someone's on their phone it's hard to like um talk to them yeah like disturb them or something
0: yeah definitely man definitely i I think the availability aspect and just even sometimes just sitting and and listening or or just you know i don't know i think that's it's it's more receptive when yeah
1: yeah yeah but that's all i meant you know like Hmm. like some people think when spreading love that means you need to like you know stress yourself you know you've got your own burdens to bear and you got to pick on other people's burdens as well now like this is too much but it ain't all that you know like it's it's not that hard really just be there to give them your time and in a sense that in itself is relaxing because you're clearing Hmm. yourself of your own burdens in that moment and you're just chilling there with that person present and then you'll be way more open-minded as well when you're talking
0: I feel that's beautiful, man. I love how you said you're clearing yourself of your own burdens with that in that space.
1: Yeah, I feel I feel like you are. Would you agree?
0: I I would definitely agree. I feel, I feel like when you're when you're loving another person, or or you're giving them your your time, or you're or you're listening like deeply and and trying to learn more. I feel like it it does, man. It it it, it has yeah. a restorative effect on you as and the other person.
1: Yeah. Uh- yeah and what's um what's what's funny about that i feel is like on top of that that conversation can then lead to you learning and benefiting from it as well that tends to happen in most of my scenarios maybe because sometimes i bring it back to myself but it's still like love in the middle of the conversation and it just leads to like when we've had our conversations like it's led to like i feel like a lot of growth and strength for both of us you know and love's always been at the center i feel which is pretty awesome
0: yeah i it's 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 a privilege honestly like it's it's honestly as well it feels refreshing it feels like what yeah. i'm talking now it feels like i'm vulnerable i'm on i'm on the edge of, of what i really believe you know which is which is not something that i, I typically share
1: mm, on the edge of something you really believe What what do you mean by that exactly i get I the refreshing stuff
0: so. yeah yeah no that's a that's a really cool point i i i don't always share exactly what's on my and exactly what i feel is true and authentic and i feel yeah right now i feel like i'm on the precipice if not in authenticity just like talking right now
1: yeah i get that it's it's a scary vulnerable feeling eh? because like yeah. On one side of the coin, you could be speaking some hard facts and some hard truth that could, like, help some people. But on the other side of the coin, it's like, I like, way too much in your heart and authenticity that you're saying some loony things? You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) It's um, some loony things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's some... I feel, you know, I feel the total trend of my life and in all our lives is to is to go towards our hearts and and expressing the authenticity and mm, i feel mm. i feel okay with it with with you because i feel as though you you hold space for it as, as well you know i feel like you you like i, I think i always try to hold, hold space for it and i think i feel like you're the person who holds space for it and it's like if we both hold space for it together it, it makes it easier yeah for authenticity or yeah All man. For...
1: yeah well, okay yeah e-
0: and and speaking from the heart and just speaking as true as possible
1: yeah i th- i think that leads to your best life right like uh, i was um i was uh listening to like this uh uh podcast or something with that good old jordan peterson on it right mm. uh, you know world-renowned psychologist man and he said something really awesome he was like I don't know about you but you know i I love adventures i love adventures you know uh when i was a kid i loved games and stuff and it's like at the end of the day like life and i'm paraphrasing here like because i've got the quote somewhere but i can't find it but but the point being um if you want to like it seems like to live your best life it's you got to live your authentic truthful self Mm. right because if you don't live your authentic truthful self then it's not you going on the adventure of life. So so by you being truthful to yourself and to others, you never know how they're going to respond, right? And that's part of the adventure. Like you're taking that risk. You're being truthful. You're taking that risk. That's your adventure. You know, your truth. You're going on this adventure. But what happens is like, if you start to kind of fade out of authenticity or be deceptive to like yourself or to other people, then it stops being you That's having the adventure, but rather he coined it the spirit of deception, and he came to that conclusion because like there have been thousands of hours on meditation on like the topic of deception, and pretty much uh, so not thousands of hours, thousands of years on on uh meditation on the topic of uh deception, and they concluded that deception isn't like you, deception is like you know an external force from outside of you and this is thousands of years of meditation or people trying to reflect on the human mind so i think it's worth kind of noting that hey it makes sense that deception isn't you but rather something convincing you to you, you know like
0: mm.
1: yeah i want to try to find the quote but does does that make sense
0: yeah man i think w- whatever you call it i think the the word that that kind of people get a bit scared about is like obviously i am going to say it. it's like devil or satan um yeah in in buddhist thing it's it's the ego it's the deceptive mind whatever you kind of term it there is the phenomena of 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 being tricked into your false beliefs of fear and i think um i think that that's why that's why you always gotta you always gotta like if you're feeling i feel like this is my rule if you're feeling fear or you're 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 constricting yourself or not giving an opportunity a go you gotta drop that voice you gotta you gotta inquire because that voice is not what you really believe it's just a voice that's yapping in your mind yeah you know you you that's not even you when you look into it but you gotta have awareness or consciousness about it and i think like um you know i think it's um I think in a lot of ways that voice will like the, that de- ego deception will say like, oh, people, that, it, it will sometimes take the form of, oh yeah, people don't think this or people think that, or people will judge you. But in reality, we're all humans. There's Everyone has an aspect of love and understanding in, the, in their world. And, account, so it timed out after 40 minutes, but I always <laughs> like to keep these kind of errors in. I don't like to fully edit them out. Just because I believe messiness is good, and it's good to keep it a little bit messy. But oh, going back to yeah. that whole sense of like getting too deceived and caught up in your mind. What what are your thoughts around it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, to to uh, sum it up, um, I I agree what you said by the way with the with the deception stuff. Like for for sure, like it's like um fear coming into your mind, um, like. Like like that that fear kind of doubting you from, from making decisions that could be beneficial to you. Like, I know it, ha- it happens to me. Like, fear is kind of trying to convince me and create doubt to be like, yeah, this ain't going to work. And it prevents me from even starting. When realistically, it should be like, oh, okay, this might not work because A, B, C. I'm going to start and try make up for ABC rather than, Oh, ABC might occur. Therefore I'm too scared to do it. I'm not going to do it. You know, when Mm -hmm. truthfully you want to do it and you should follow your heart because, you know, you've got one life to live. So, so, so you might as well do it. Uh, I think that that's the first part I I wanted to say. Did you want to add anything onto that?
0: I I like that so much. Can, can you expand on it?
1: Yeah, I guess the, 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 the other thing I just want to add is, um, like just to kind of quote a bit more accurately that Jordan Peterson thing, like what I learned from it was like living in your truth and following your heart is like, you know, the greatest adventure you're going to have. And because you, uh, you'll you never know what's going to happen next. And it's you having the adventure, not not the spirit of deception, you could say, which is, you know, been meditated on for centuries. that And this conclusion they came to after kind of meditating on it for centuries, this is just understanding the mind was you know rather than uh it being you it's something that possesses and convinces you that it's you and i think that can um yeah and, and you can paint that to be like things like uh doubt and, and, and fear and what whatever deceiving thing you do because when you're deceiving others it's like oh you yeah i'm, I'm gonna stop there because i can't word my next things accurately
0: no i <laughs> i totally like i that's see that's kind of i i understand i i I understand where you're kind of, bro. That that deception is is so um. You know the thing is the thing that kind of scares me. Not as it scares me, but I feel like um, there are are people out there who who aren't even aware that that voice isn't really what they truly believe. Like, Mm. and and I think I I think I've I've had to do a lot of thought. And I only have come to even a small, small, tiny realization that, hold on a second, what I'm probably thinking is false. And sometimes, even though I see it as just, just the voice, sometimes I still fear what it's saying is true. Do you ever, do you ever get that? Yeah, bro. Because, because I feel like
1: a lot of the times, at least for me, it's something that could become true. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, that, that, that fear is kind of it's kind of like voicing the uncertainty in your mind right and it's like these are things that could come true but if you let that fear kind of paralyze you and never try because things could come true then you know you're kind of falling victim to some external thought that's in your mind you know what I mean because your heart your path is no you want to do this because it might succeed and if it succeeds you know, then it's worth the trouble it takes to make it work. You know what I mean? Like, if my vision succeeds, it's worth the trouble it takes to make it work, right? Mm-hmm. But then it, it, if if you listen to that fear and what not a bit too much, which, to be fair, like, you know, the things that your fear kind of voices sometimes could come true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, and and maybe that, yeah, like, I, I, I do agree. But if you never shoot your shot because of that fear, then you've kind of caved to the fear. You know what I mean? Like you've been like, all right, the fear is right. I'm going to go your direction fear, rather than, okay, fear, like you raised some fair points. I'm still going to shoot my shot. I'm going to keep these things in mind and I'm going to try like, you know, make up for those things. You know what I mean? Like, okay, it's it's harder to be a creator. No worries. I'll do more things to market myself as a creator. You know what I mean? Or... Mm -hmm it's harder to be a creator. No worries. I'm still going to do this as a, as a, as a hobby or passion. Cause even if it just helps, you know, a tiny amount of people, like it's still helping someone and it's not taking anything out of my life. It's, it's doing what I believe I want to do in my life. You know what I mean?
0: You know, you know, uh, the further I've reflected on it and what you've just kind of noticed and sparked me just now is that even if I fall flat on my face and everything fails, and I'm embarrassed and shamed and sent off, you know, to live my the rest of my life in exile. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I think about it. I would prefer to be, be in that position, and completely free to follow my creative impulses. Completely free to share what's on my heart and what's true. I, I think I would prefer what is true, to to kind of a weird kind of comfort, you know? Yeah, bro.
1: I, I definitely agree. I like you say that because it, it shows a bravery. And, and I, and, and I told you the other day, like when we was just us two talking, like, you know, you inspire me to be more courageous. So it's, it's really, it's really awesome. You say that. Cause like, for me, it's like, like, yes, I, I I would prefer to, you know, uh, you know, fall on my face, get exiled and all this. And, and speak from my heart but at the same time there's that I do want to be financially stable just to provide for myself and my family but then then it gets scary right because then you get into that state of weird comfort that you're talking about where it's like maybe you give in to the fear or something so you start chasing the money to be financially stable and now you've done things you'd never imagine you'd do as a child just to kind of what make ends meet while you're alive like wait a minute what if this life wasn't for you? You know what I mean? What if, mm-hmm. if, if you took the risk and you, and you took the risk to fall flat on, flat on your face, you would end up living a much more fulfilling life, but instead you kind of sacrificed it for more money. That, yeah, that's a, that's a fear that goes on in my head, funny, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I, I get that in, in a lot of ways too, but, um, what what I've recently ha- I've come to, I've come to peace with work and, and making money. Like, I realized that even if I'm working something that, you know, isn't like perfect in, in my mind, I, I'm going to, I'm promised myself to find it a way to bring presence and love and epicness to it, to make it really enjoyable. Like I, I think I I'm, no matter what we can find a way to find peace and contentment, no matter what we're doing, but yeah but but the thing is the thing that kind of gets me is that i can i can be comfortable and peaceful with that but what is going to push me over the edge over the line to mm. really get my truth out and, and to create because you know what at the end of the day you know we can use, like i feel like like the job thing it can be it can be it can be like a thing but ultimately, you can have your job and and express truthfully. And it's like now I've started to see it, and I I realize I'm still I'm still yeah. scared. I'm still scared and locked in and making excuses for myself. And I think I I don't know any other way to to get over the line besides just do it or get a mate to help help you know what I mean help you
1: yeah just just skill you're still scared of of what exactly because I, I agree with you completely by the way like mm. you can still be fully truthful at, you know even even working a job sometimes that's part, part of your your journey or that that is your whole journey to, to be in a job for all I know that that is that is my future as well so I definitely agree you can be uh, as truthful with yourself but hopefully 100% truthful because I haven't achieved that yet but I do get closer day by day so I'm so thankful but mm-hmm. I agree. You can be hundred percent truthful and 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 still be working a job, a thousand percent. But but what are you saying? You're, you're scared of and like feel locked in. What what was that?
0: Yeah, I think in a lot of ways, what, what I fear the most is is ru- like it's ruining something that like I fear that I will ruin something that can't be taken back. Or like I I fear that if I take if I take the risk. Um, and like, you know, some things you're just like, oh whatever, you can move on with it and stuff. Yeah. But I guess yeah. I, I think that the thing, the 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 deception that still lies within me that still has a little bit of power, yeah. is that if I ruin something that I can't I can't get back. Like whether it's my re- reputation or yeah, whether it's with, with other people or or thoughts or you know, you start a business and you ruin your reputation there, sort of thing. I think yeah. if that put it this way, if I knew the that no matter what, um that wouldn't have to be a factor. That mm. I, I could never ruin anything and it would just be upwards growth and spiral upwards. I think yeah. I think that would that's what would take me over the line. Do you what do what, you yeah. what, what, what are you feeling? What are your thoughts?
1: I feel that, man. Like that that's as cool you say that 'cause I I think if 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 um people knew that, they they'd probably be able to pursue kind of their what their heart's guiding them to, or, or, you know, what their authentic self is guiding them to much more. And we'd probably be living in a much better world. I mean, that's just a, a theory, a hypothesis, but, but, but I, I, I think that, um, but drawing back to, I'm just trying to think, um, uh, just a heads up. My mind's a bit slow today cause I'm a bit extra hungry. Today's Ash Wednesday. I'm sure you know. And so I've been fasting and, I've never fasted in my life. It's like my first year fasting today. Oh. So like I, I'm a bit hungry and I depend on food to like, you know, get my brain, my brain th- uh, flowing, but <laughs> the water is helping me out. And I do have a, I feel an important thought to share here. It's just taking me a minute to get it. I believe because I'm psyching myself because of that slight hunger, I feel. Um, Sorry about that, man. It's okay. You were saying something would get you over the line. <laughs> Yeah. Um yeah yeah okay okay. I think um the thing you mentioned about reputation I think that's a huge thing especially in today's world like people are scared about like you know shattering their reputation when they take certain risks like that's a big thing I think. First thing I think of is you know way back in English studies uh we did this play called Othello. Mm-hmm. Um and that's crazy. reputation, reputation, reputation by this guy named Iago and <laughs> trust based on uh uh shakes uh, that Othello played. No one wants to be Iago to an extent. He was a slimy, snaky bloke. But it's funny how this world kind of forces us into a boat to care so much about our reputation because with a bad reputation for example a criminal record you do something stupid one day you get a criminal record your reputation is shattered and so many doors are closed you know what I mean so we're like kind of forced into a society that we have to care about our reputation Mm. but so it's definitely a very relevant fear I feel but but I, I I I truly believe like if what you're doing is um coming from a genuine place like a good place like a place of love and and you're being as truthful about it as possible i think you're going to be much more at peace with the consequences than if you do something that isn't coming from a genuine place or something that involves deception or, or, or lying because at the end of the day you don't know how either one's going to turn out you know what i mean mm. you can be like true to yourself true to other people come from a loving place and shit could hit the fan. You could be deceiving to other people, deceiving to yourself, live a life of fear. And because of that, you're more deceiving with others than yourself. And, um, and, and, and shit could hit the fan that way as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I forgot the second point of that. Sorry.
0: No, that's it. I mean, yeah. that's a bloody good point. Like in itself, like I guess, yeah, fair. I guess, like, I guess, you know, I think shit does hit the fan. I, I believe there is a penalty for, for, like, in your own heart and in yourself for living fakely. Like, I think the biggest fear is like we wake up, we wake up 20 years older and we have regrets about our youth, regrets about our life that we should have, could have, you know, would have because, you know, there, there was that fear aspect. Um, I agree, but- man. But I think what you said about love, like, and the space you're coming from, I, I like upon reflection, I believe that is the most important consideration. You know. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Fair. Because that way you'll be a lot more at peace with the consequences. Is that why you're saying that? Or
0: Yeah. And I, I think as well, like, like, whether you have a good or bad reputation, that will never and can never affect the place that you come from
1: yeah that's true that's true like if you know you've got your bearings right internally then it's like it doesn't matter how other people view you because you know like you yeah you know you're coming from a loving place you're trying to do the best for others so it won't really disturb your peace yeah man mm, I And I, where I think, you're coming from I that gives me a realization
0: of my own yeah i'm loving this this is a juicy conversation man it's on the edge it's on my precipice, and I I realize as well, even if you came from a negative place or like a place that wasn't you know was a bit selfish or wasn't from love. It doesn't matter because that's the past. That's what we knew best. then
1: yeah. In the yeah. present
0: moment, we can choose to come from love in the in the best way that we know possible. And dude, like it's our lives, man. You know, it's our lives. We got to be I, out here doing it, you know.
1: Mm, mm. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, thousand I, I percent agree. Like, I think one of the foundations to like happiness is like purpose. You know what I mean? Like, if you can't find purpose, then it becomes increasingly difficult to find happiness with with what I've like kind of seen in my time on this world. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, with that, like, just having that genuine intention of love, like, yeah, that that in enough self, you know forms a purpose you know like it's brought me so much peace and happiness because it's like okay I know people will make me you know will make me look like to be a bad guy uh a villain or or whatever or whatever they may I'm like look I've got good intentions for each you, despite what you say for me And, and and I do agree like I constantly kind of reflect on like I wasn't always this person you know what I mean I was once upon a time like uh um, uh, a less loving person, you know. Like I thought I was, I was a good person or loving person, but upon you know, one of my godmother's comments, oh, he's quite selfish. I was like, oh shit, I'm selfish. <laughs> and then with time, I realized I was. But I, yeah, I think um, I think what drew me out of that selfishness a lot was that whole like trying to love others as myself. Cause I'm just gonna put this analogy out here because it's been so beneficial to me and the people I've told um, um, you can be a, you can, uh, believe you're a good person, right, like, okay, like, uh, uh, I'll say the full story, right, so, say, say you're raised in this neighborhood full of, you know, um, criminals and, and, and bad people, just, just terrible people, like, people that, like, murders nothing to them, tortures nothing to them, whatever, right, and you're walking around life thinking you're a good guy because, um, when someone you know disrespects one of your mates what they do is they torture him and then they kill him right but then you if someone disrespects you you just kill him like one shot to the head you kill him so you're a good guy you save him the torture but then you take that same person and put him in a group with you know like saint saint like people or perfect like extremely kind people that person's going to walk around and start realizing like oh shit i'm actually not that good a person you know what i mean like, <laughs> i've got a long way to go <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, those are just taking two extreme ends. And I feel like I was under that perception. You know what I mean? Like, cause Mm. I was a good person and I heard people around me say this. I was like, oh yeah, I'm a good person. But then, you know, my godmother, who's very religious, very loving, she kind of points out this law that, oh yeah, yeah, but he's a bit selfish. He's good. He's He's just a bit selfish. And then when I started to realize it and, you know, shift my mentality to just always try to treat people with love and and loving people as myself that's when I started to kind of that veil of deception almost was kind of cleared. like oh wow I'm really not that good of a person like I've got a long way to go you know (laughs) and I still do but I've made you know big steps so I'm very grateful for that
0: oh oh, I love that man I I think I've had a humbling experience like that before it's always it's kind of a rude awakening but always a, a good one like it hurts it hurts the ego it hurts (laughs) <laughs> but but you know, like in the long term, it's like, oh, that was okay, that was good. And I'm I've I'm, I'm kind of digested it, and I think yeah, that's kind of cool because what that suggests to me is that we can never, we've never hit, we've never, we'll never, we will never, and we have never hit perfection. And mm. and as far as I can see, that seems like it's good reason for humility. Mm. Sure. You know, because sure. if if we're Positive, never gonna. Yeah. If we're never going to get there, then like we're kind of we're hopeless to it. So let's just be humble. <laughs> let's just like let's yeah let's just kind of be like yeah look, I'm not I'm not that good of a person. I'm giving it my best, and and that's yeah. good enough, you know.
1: True that that that, that is very humbling. Mm. No one, I'll never be perfect, but I'll get as close to it as possible. You know, like mm. one day I hope to see an even more or the perfect person you know what I mean like I hope to see that one day yeah but yes yeah, it's, it's humbling to know that chances are we will never experience that but we can make it our lifelong journey to get there you know like we some of have we have so many lifelong journeys like I know Jim bros love to you know perfect the squat like perfecting the form of the squat is a lifelong journey you know mm-hmm. some Brazilian jiu-jitsu like perfecting that art form is a is a lifelong journey and and becoming you know as close to perfect as you can be is also like a lifelong journey that is not only beneficial for, for yourself but so beneficial for the people around you and that in of itself benefits you you know but
0: you know you know I, I i agree with you on the coming close to perfect and i think one aspect of it um it is perfectly loving the fact that we're always growing other people are always growing as well. I I think, I think, I think the the like the, the loving the aspect of of it's it's kind of loving and coming to peace with with the imper- imperfection because I think we'll never hit perfect. It it kind of takes that whole chase off off the hook, and I think. Hmm. But but at the same time, like all as as much as it takes you off the hook, it 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 doesn't it still even though you're off the hook, it still doesn't mean that you can continue to do better and be better and love better, you know. So I think yeah, that, I there's you. a freedom. It's like a free. There's a freedom to it. Yeah, but definitely, you, can, you know, you you still choose to ch- to chase and and become the ideal, you know.
1: Yeah, it's like you're trying to you you're doing your best every day. You know what i mean you're just doing your best every day it's like you don't need to strive for perfection and then like kick yourself if you're not being perfect or you make a mistake it's like nah look i'm trying my best every day and with that comes like oh yeah i messed up here this is how i can do better next time cool i'm glad i learned from that you know what i mean mm-hmm. I-, I agree that's a great point man like you're just trying your best every day and and, and you smash it out that way and just to kind of touch a bit more on on the point you said earlier, like, yeah, like, you know, we all have past, you know, we've all made mistakes, but it's about, you know, like if you look on that past with like a form of like empathy and like, you know, sorrowfulness almost, I mean, like it depends, but I'm assuming these are the feelings that come to mind. Like, damn, I wish I never did that. You know, like I regret doing that. You know, that, that shows you're a changed person. And that in of itself should be encouraging just to Mm. keep going. Like I'm saying, like, look, you did that you were like that when um when you were different and and you're sorry for it now so it's shown you've changed so continue on this upward trajectory you know what i mean like realize like those mistakes did shape you yeah but like it could have shaped you to be a way better person because you understand the remorse of doing those things that you don't want to do again you know Mm. it's all part of the growth growth process
0: it's like um I feel like the more you grow, you you lose your taste for things that aren't good for you and aren't good for others, and and you start gaining yeah. a bit of taste for for the good stuff, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's crazy. Sometimes you want to cling on to the bad stuff though, because it's a habit,
0: you know. Oh, was- dude, hard man. It's um, it's definitely like it, it. It's it's such a modern problem to be stuck in comfort and the bad stuff and scrolling and. Yeah. and it's um it's uh, it's hard man it's hard doing all that sort of stuff you know yeah because
1: yeah because cause we're like we're like creatures of habit first of all so if you try to break a habit you you know you're just instinctively gonna want to go back to it even if it's a bad habit and then when it comes to the scrolling like i mean i'm sure we've all heard it before but like just just to put it in like a, a new perspective like our parents or generations before us, they only had that dopamine battle. Like, uh, and I'm going off the assumption that, you know, you and most people listening already know about the whole dopamine loophole, right? That the scrolling stuff does, Mm -hmm. but like it replicates the dopamine thing of pokies, you know, like people get hooked onto the pokies because of that dopamine rush and, and the scrolling through Instagram, TikTok and stuff replicate that same thing, you know? And it's, and it's interesting when, when you, when I think about it and I'm like, our parents generations before us only had to fight that dopamine loophole when they were in a casino you know what i mean when Mm -hmm. they were in front of the pokies machine that's the only time they had that battle but our generation has that battle 24 7 24 7 Mm -hmm. we've got a you know a pokies machine addiction type thing right in front of us and we need a you know have the self-awareness to be like yeah this ain't healthy for me like i need to cut it down like it, it, it's a tough it's a very tough battle we have ahead of us like yes we're such a you know blessed generation we've got so much good things but mm. the fact that we have such a difficult battle like in front of our face 24 7 is a big difference from our parents days you oh, know it, what i mean it's a oh, big hindrance almost
0: massive yeah. massive point and it's 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 a point of compassion as well because like it's difficult out here if like you're yeah. and you're like you're, you're trying to do something more, you're trying to do something better, or even if you're not and you've just been exhausted by it all, it, it's difficult. And that's definitely not set up easy. Mm. Well, I, I would propose that the solution is, is creativity, creativity, like creating things or putting things out there. Or well, I, I, I'm starting to see more and more so. The solution mm. is, is to be engaged in something beyond it. W- what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, I definitely agree to an extent. I, I believe, I believe we all, like, we're all creators in the sense that we all have a creative uh, instinct. And, and to to go delve a bit deeper, you know, we're creators in different lights. Yeah, you've got the creators that you know make uh music, social media, make artwork, sort of thing. You know. But then you've also got the other creators, you know, that like make make cars, for example, or engineering with bridges and stuff. That's all creative stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I do agree because I do believe we all have that, you know, creative creative side to us. Mm-hmm. Um and, and yeah, and I think it's about um I don't know, based on what I've seen with like neuroscience and stuff. I don't know if you've seen that Andrew Huberman guy is very very cool, well-versed, like, neuroscientist, I think it's about, um, uh, we got to rewire our brain, you know, because, like, the the, the scrolling and stuff has made us get these huge dopamine hits over little to no effort, you know what I mean, Mm. and and you say creating because, and and correct me if I'm wrong, because I feel the same way, like, when you create, you put in a lot of effort, and then you almost get like this longer, more satisfying dopamine rush, in a sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. because you put it because you put in that extra effort, you know? So it's about like learning to 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 get the reward f- from doing the task rather than getting the reward from scrolling on TikTok. Like I was in this bad habit of working like you know doing grinding it out and being like all right mad five minutes on TikTok now here's my reward and that's kind of building that that addiction in a sense where and this is you know based off what this new uh, neuroscientist said you know whereas ideally it's actually you you do the work and then and then you kind of i i guess reflecting the rewards of it you know what i mean and mm. let that kind of fuel your dopamine and mm. yeah disassociate because his his point at the at the at the very crux of it was simply the reward that you're giving yourself for doing the work should not give like give you a bigger dopamine release than doing the work itself, you know. Wow. And the way to do that, yeah, and the way to do that which he spoke in like a different video was um yeah, get 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 the rewards and benefits and dopamine from accomplishing the work, not from Fulfilling it, fulfilling in like a a thing like TikTok to to help. Yeah. Those those are my thoughts. Beautiful. Do you mind if
0: I, can I build on those thoughts with you? Yeah, man. I'd love, I'd love that. (laughs) Yeah. I I love that so much because I think I've I've now just expanded my definition. It's either creating, like creating. Yeah. Oh, here we go. We've got our 10 minute timer. (laughs) Creating, contributing somehow. So like any sentence of contribution giving okay, yeah that's been aspect of giving or or produ- productive product producing or productivity i mm. think i think those are those are the holy grail because it's something within you is moving and giving something to the world or creating something new i think that's mm. the big thing and also i I believe that i believe that about like you know going on tiktok or instagram afterwards it it always actually makes me i always lose energy afterwards like any yeah. kind of inspiration i had from it, it's like a, right yeah i I believe that this giant that social media is it cannot be fought it can't be fought head-on it's like Mm. um you have to you have to find something bigger and better and more beautiful and more engaging to to cast your mind into or you just got to go cold turkey like you it just Mm. it has to leave your environment somehow or Mm. you need to truly be engaged something bigger creative and I think yeah. more than ever, we need to be easier on ourselves and give ourselves further permission to create whatever we like. I feel like, I feel like this is the case. It's like you know how kids have a choice between like an amazing toy, like pl- like playing outside and going on the coolest slippery dips and stuff. Yeah. Or like going on their their going on their like like phone or something. Or if a kid has a massive water park outside. They're gonna choose the <laughs> water park over their phone, right? And I, I feel like for well, us it's the same. It's just like if there was something better and beautiful and, and bigger, something we really enjoyed where we didn't put so much pressure on ourselves and we were just completely free, like the water playground, mm. we'd choose it every time. It wouldn't it, we would lose our interest in it. That's what I hope for.
1: Yeah. I feel that. I mean, I mean I mean that, that make that makes sense. And and I, I do understand your water park analogy for sure i guess i guess to to kind of grow on it a bit because because i said there for a period of time right I, I guess to grow on it a bit there it'd be like if that water park got bigger and better every time they'd keep going to the water park you know wow. what i mean and that's the same thing what, what you're talking about right like if you're doing something that's, that's getting bigger and better you're going to keep going to that you know mm. so, so so yeah i agree and and i think it's obviously still important to note that like, you know, these things can somehow be tools, you know what I mean? They can be tools used to benefit us. But like, if we use it in the wrong way, it's like, you know, having a sword and stabbing ourselves with the foot in it, you know, or shooting yourself in the foot, you know, like we've got an amazing tool. We've got this, you know, metaphor to a gun, but instead of using it to to, to better ourselves, we're like shooting ourselves in the leg, you know, so, so it's so about, true. yeah. Yeah, so it's about finding out how to use it as a tool, and and I agree, man. All, all all the things you said to me, at least, is like you're putting in some work, and you're reaping the rewards of it. You know what I mean? You're getting that more satisfying, longer term dopamine release from it, and you're growing in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that comes with anything that like you know you you think you want to be doing in this world. But that in itself is a whole new topic, like how do you find something you enjoy creating? You know what I mean? Like mm. how do you find something you enjoy creating or, or giving or producing? You know, like-
0: well, Oh, well, you just made a freaking you, you just made the water park analogy that more, much more tasty. And like <laughs> every time you choose the water park, it gets bigger and better. That is so cool. And it's so true. Like every time you choose creating, I think you grow in love with it and, and you develop mm. a, a deeper love for it. And I think, that's so. That's so profound. Yeah, it gets bigger and better. Mm. So I guess the question yeah. is: Is that how do we get ourselves unlocked from from deception and, and started creating from from our heart and 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 true love? I know that that seems that's probably the most the convoluted question, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: No, it's fair enough. I mean, to be fair. I think that comes with being the perfect person, in a sense, because I haven't fully figured it out. I know I am coming from a much more loving place these days than I was, you know, back then. Like, if I'm being honest with myself, still, you know, far from, like, where I should be. And I'm way more honest than I once was. So, how? I mean, for me, bro, honestly, like, in lamest terms you know i i give all glory to like the bible and stuff it, it's guided me in the right way mm-hmm. um but but speaking i guess for a non-believer right now like how how they do it i mean at the end of the day these sort of philosoph- philosophical texts have texts do have great advice for, for for all of us but how to unveil the veil of deception and start coming from a place of love i think in the simplest way, I'd, I'd I'd say two things. Like, you know, the, the the foundation is like yes, you know, start start treating everybody with love, um, or, or always aim to come from a loving place where where you, you know want the better for the next person, and and start being as truthful as possible as you can. I think those two things are gonna lead to 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 un- unveiling you know that that that, that veil of deception because when you start being a lot more truthful you you stop lying to yourself you know what i mean because if you lie to others it becomes so easy to lie to yourself and to to an extent you you have to lie to yourself to keep up with some of your lies you know what i mean mm-hmm. um yeah so I, I guess that that'd be the answer to my question you know uh, to, to your question sorry just and, and I see the timer at the top there, like 3.40. So I'm like, wait, let me be quick. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's pretty much, you know, just treat, you know, love others, you know, as you yourself would would want to be loved, like just by giving them time, like that's all you got to do really to start off with and, and be honest with yourself, be honest with yourself, be be truthful. Be as truthful as possible. Sometimes you're still gonna white lie. Sometimes you might still lie to yourself or others. Like realize you stumbled. Realize how you could be honest in that move, in that situation, and aim to you know be more honest next time. You know what I mean? So yeah, just honesty and and, and loving others like yourself through. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I hope that this, makes sense. This conversation has been such a beautiful, beautiful, heavenly little gift because. Mm-hmm what I'm seeing and it's so simple we've met I feel like you've made it so simple is just to, to increase our love to increase our love for others to increase and come from that loving sense more and more so and I, the more I'm starting to see I I'm starting to think that love itself is, is what gets us over the line you know it, it's what when we feel loved we feel safe and when we feel safe we we'll, we'll create you know Mm. and and the more that we love the more the water park builds you know and it becomes more and more attractive and we have more love for that and i think it's beautiful because i feel like a love is is gonna guide us you know through through more love more love that seems like a a pretty solid answer yeah bro
1: like it's crazy because like it is like from from what you're saying like it makes complete sense but like uh i have this habit of like kind of uh thinking about how the doubter would see it and I can just imagine someone like so deep in a world of something that they're like oh man that's cheesy that ain't true but I mean like like if you look into it and research it like it, it does make a lot of sense like like we, we've said it today you know you you can treat someone with love you know get nothing back in return but because you're treating someone with love like that in of itself is, is um is bringing you peace is bringing you peace, and that peace is, is kind of you know making you feel loved. because you're like man I'm chilling like I'm treating you with love I've got nothing bad going on here um mm.
0: and and you know what oh yeah. the, the beauty that's such a beautiful and vulnerable and perfect point because I feel love can wear away at like real love unconditional love can wear away at any sort of any sort of barrier any sort of social thing and mm-hmm. you can love anyone into trust and i think i think that's the power man radiating love no matter what so oh uh, bro i just want to thank you so deeply from coming on the podcast tonight it was such a firework podcast to come back for the year and i just <laughs> i appreciate it so much you definitely need to come back again thank you a million 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 and if you want to get in touch with earl send me a message i'll get you hooked up with him Earl, <laughs> thank you bro
1: yeah, no, thanks heaps for having me, man. Like, I, I really, really appreciate it. Um, uh uh yeah, thanks for having me on the podcast. For anyone that's listening, I'm sorry if I was a, a bit of an ear sore or anything like this, but I'm glad I got to get. I'm glad Jacob gave me the stage to kind of get a bit vulnerable and open with my thoughts. And I hope that this helps someone in some way. And yeah, thank you so much, Jacob, for having me. And yeah, I, I love, I love counter arguments and every.